guys, I'm really glad that you're with us today. And uh, we're going to continue our series on core values. Okay? I do want to let you know that we're going to take a pause from core values because next Sunday, Pastor Randy is going to speak. Okay? So I want you to come expecting our, our Pastor Emeritus is going to share a word that, that the Lord has given him. And just this week in prayer, he said, you know, Brother Ma, I don't know when you want me to preach, but I got something. Well, if he got something, I want him to preach. Amen? So uh, so next Sunday morning, we're going to uh, gather together like we always do, but Pastor Randy's going to bring a word. And, and so we'll take a little pause from our core value series. But, but again, guys, what are core values? These are things that we believe in very strongly here at Lighthouse Community Church. These are some of the things that are non-negotiable here at this church, just like it should be at any church. A couple reminders. Two weeks ago, we talked about unity. Okay? Now, unity is not uniformity. It's not, not a bunch of us just being bobbleheads and just going, yeah, 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 whatever you want, preacher. No, it's, it's, it's unity of purpose. It's us being on the same page with the Holy Spirit. Amen? It's being on the same page with Jesus. It's us representing Jesus to a lost and dying world in a unified fashion. Unity attracts the presence of God, and oh, we need the presence of God. Amen? And then last week, we talked about loving God and loving people which Jesus himself said was the two great commandments on which hang all the law and all the prophets. Basically, it's a cliff notes. It's a summary of the gospel. If you can love God and you can love people, guess what? You've, you've, you've gotten most of what you need to know. Amen? If you can keep your heart pure before God and you can serve others with gladness, guess what? You are a long way toward hearing, well done, good and faithful servant. So loving God and loving people is a non-negotiable, okay? Basically, loving God and loving people is the great summary of the message of the gospel. Today's core value goes hand-in-hand with last week's message. Because love for God and love for people is the why behind today's core value and today's sermon topic. And it's really a simple one. And it is, we love missions here at LCC. Amen? We love missions. Guys, missions is more than a few flags on the wall. Missions is more than just a banner or two that's in our sanctuary. Missions is more than just an opportunity for for us to invite a guest speaker. No, no, no. Missions is in the DNA of this church. Amen? It is what has made the assemblies of God what it is as a fellowship today. Do you know at the inception of our fellowship, they said that we as the assemblies of God endeavor to be the greatest evangelistic force this world has ever seen. And they've done that through missions. We are part of a group of believers that is nearly 100 million strong because of the subject of today's sermon. Missions. It's all about missions, guys. Today's core value goes hand in hand with loving God and loving people. When we say we love missions, we don't just say it, we don't just preach it, we do it. For example, from last year's annual report, you know, we get together on, a, on an annual business, uh, on, a, on a regular basis at an annual business meeting, and we kind of share a few stats and share a few figures. Well, last year, our church took in nearly $24,000 for missions, which is a 28% increase over 2017. This totaled about 11% of our total church income. So basically, we gave a tithe plus some lanyard. 
Okay? Now, being in South Louisiana, I don't have to describe Lanyac to you. That's a little something extra, right? Well, guess what, guys? I think that's a good thing. That's a healthy thing. Because how many know if the tithe works for you as an individual, and it does, how many think it should work for the church as well? Amen? I think we as the church should give at very minimum 10% of our income to missions. Why? Because it's a reminder that it's not about us. It's about Him. Amen? And that's what missions really does, guys. You know, tithing works for individuals. It'll work for a church as well. And 2019 is on pace to surpass 2018 mission support as we currently support over 30 different missionaries at no less than $50 per month. Why do we do that? Because you give to missions. You are faithful to support missions. When you give your tithe and offering, you add missions in that giving. And we say thank you. You allow me to say yes to our missionaries that call on a regular basis. Missions matters here at LCC because it matters to God. Amen? Let's pray today and then drill down a little bit more on this all-important subject of missions. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you right now for an opportunity to look to your word, just an opportunity, Lord, to get a little closer to you. Thank you, Lord, that you have a heart for missions. And because you have a heart for missions, we do too. And I ask right now that you would bless this sermon, you'd bless this core value, and you would continue to bless this great church, Lord, because it's all about you, not about us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So why is mission so important that it is a core value? Why is it so important? Because I believe that we cannot say that we love God and love people if we don't support missions. You see, last week's sermon was a great sermon. We're talking about loving God and loving people. But we can't say we love God and love people if we don't put it into action. Because love compels us to action. Amen? Love makes us do something. And one of those somethings is missions. You see, missions has always been in the DNA of our church. We have a little hall in our church. It's called the Hall of Honor, and it, and it kind of connects our office area with our main sanctuary. And if you haven't had a chance to check that out, you need to check it out. It has pictures of all of our former pastors. It has some pictures of some great uh, productions the church had done at some different times. It has a picture of the mortgage burning, Pastor Randy. That was a great day, wasn't it? So many cool memories and, and some great things. And, and one of the things that I was able to find, because we, we don't throw anything away at this church, some of y'all got that one, okay? But I was able to find a plaque, okay, along with about 50 others in, in our attic, okay? If you ever go in our attic in the fellowship hall, just be warned. Be careful up there, okay? But, um, but it says in 1992, 1992, let's see, what were we doing in 1992, babe? We were in college. We were fr- sophomores in college, not even 20 years old, 1992, long time ago. Okay, some of y'all are like, that ain't very long ago, okay? But 1992, this church gave nearly $90,000 to missions. Let that sink in, guys. $1992, $90,000, that's real money. Now, now it's still real money today, but $90,000 was given to missions. Why? Because missions is important. Amen? Now, if it was important back in 1992, how much more important should it be today? Amen? So that's why we talk about missions. That's why we talk about this being a core value, because I believe it's always been a part of the DNA of our church. And it's probably one of the reasons we still exist today after all this church has been through. Missions is all about people, both locally and globally, meeting this same Jesus that changed your life and changed mine. 
You see, guys, that's what missions is about. It's about introducing people to Jesus that don't know him. Aren't you glad somebody introduced you to Jesus? Aren't you glad that your life has been changed by this gospel? Aren't you glad that you had an opportunity to receive him as your Lord and Savior? Aren't you glad about those things? Well, doesn't every person on the face of this earth deserve that opportunity? Isn't it sad that there are some people that could leave this earth never hearing the name of Jesus? Let that sink in, guys. You know, we have an opportunity through our missions program to be a part of seeing lives change, just like your life has been changed. Missions is all about people, not just around the world, but right next door as well. Amen? It's all about that. Missions has been a part of our church's past, and it will be a part of our church's future, because missions matters to God. And anything that matters to God should matter to you and I as well. Amen? Dan Betzer, pastor of First Assembly of God in Fort Myers, Florida, which is a great missions church that regularly gives over a million dollars to missions. Let that sink in. Regularly gives over a million dollars to missions. Made this quote. He said, I don't know if every missions church is a great church, but I know every great church is a missions church. He said that again. I don't know if every missions church is a great church, but I know that every great church is a missions church. I believe that Lighthouse Community Church is a great church and will continue to be a great church. And in order to be a great church, we've got to be a missions church, so we're going to get both of them. Amen? See, God can't help but bless a church that loves missions, and LCC loves missions. In an interview that a friend of mine named Benny Ferguson had with Dan Betzer, um, Benny uh, has, has worked in missions for many, many years, like the lost director for many years of our fellowship. And, and he sat down with Dan Betzer, and he wrote this little story, and I want to just read it to you. It said, my wife and I had dinner with Pastor Dan Betzer, along with a couple other couples in, in, um, in the mid-2000s. He said, I'd been in his office earlier that year, and he gave me a tour of First Assembly Fort Myers property and their plans for expansion. His church had just concluded their annual missions convention the week prior to our dinner. I asked him about the missions convention, and he gave a glowing report. He went on and on, couldn't stop telling about all the good things God was doing. Later in the conversation, I asked him about the building program. His expression changed. He said, I really could care less. That sink in. I could really care less. That building is strictly for the convenience of our people, and it's only a tool to help us reach Lee County and Fort Myers. You see, Pastor Dan Betzer realized it's all about eternity. Buildings are temporary. Thank God for this beautiful building. Thank God for the many sacrifices that were made by so many generations prior to us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But God's buildings are temporary. People are eternal. Amen? And missions touches people's souls. Missions changes things eternally. Buildings are temporary. Missions is eternal. If Pastor Dan Betzer kept things in that kind of perspective, how much more should you and I keep things in those kind of perspectives? Amen? So why is missions important? I believe that missions is God's heartbeat because it fulfills the great commission of Mark 16, 15. Remember that scripture where we were commanded to go ye into all the world and preach the gospel? Go everywhere. Go to your workplace. John, everybody who gets in your cab, preach the gospel, bro. There's nothing more than playing Caleb or it goes a little deeper than that. Whatever you do, preach the gospel, okay? I've also heard it said that we should preach everywhere we go and if we must, use our words. 
You see, our lives send a message. Our lives preach the gospel. Our lives send, communicate the love of Christ to others. Amen? So I want to challenge you guys. That's what we're supposed to be about. And missions helps fulfill the Great Commission. We're supposed to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Missions is also a key to our church remaining strong and healthy. Remember when I first got here three years ago, we talked about becoming strong and healthy again. We were anything but strong and anything but healthy, but God has been gracious to us. And today we're stronger and healthier than we've been in years. Missions will help keep us that way. Amen? It'll help us stay strong and healthy. Missions also proves a church's selflessness because it's all about others. Look, guys, last year we gave over twenty we gave twenty-four thousand dollars away to missions. This year we're probably gonna give thirty, thirty-five away. Guess what? Are there other things we could spend that money on? Absolutely. But I look at it as an investment. We're investing in the kingdom of God. We're investing in the lives of others. We we are being selfless. You know, something we forget about sometimes is church is not about us, guys. It's about others. Do you realize that the church is the only organization that primarily exists for the benefit of non-members? Let that sink in for just a second. Guys, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about others. We make investments. We give of our time. We give of our finances. We give of ourselves so that others might hear this good news and respond. Amen? Guys, it's why we invest in missions. It's why we do outreaches. It's why we, we share the love of God to others. Because it's not about us. It's about others. Amen? And missions is a way to stay selfless. Because how many know we're all selfish? We're all selfish. We all have a little bit of selfishness in her. Even my wife, my beautiful wife, who, who is so selfless, every now and then she's self, selfish. Chad, let me tell you a story, bro. She came in yesterday and she took the big TV from me. And she started watching Hallmark Christmas movies. Friend, friend I'm about to put my foot down. Why are they showing those things in October? Can I get a man? Can I get a witness? Can I get a man to help me out here, okay? Mike, why would they put that abomination on in October? Okay? During a football game. And, and, and she goes, I thought, I thought we had enough football for the day. Who's she talking to? Okay? I said, there's other games on. Well, I went to the little TV. And she could smell my pouting from in there, okay? And, and in her selflessness, she said, you want to trade TVs? Well, I said, absolutely, because Miss Annalee, that can of cookies was in the other room, okay? By the way, I got I, I to gotta tell you, Miss Annalee ruined my diet. Just totally ruined my diet. She made the best sweet potato pie I've ever put in my mouth, okay? And then she gave me a, a container of cookies, and, and, um, and I didn't really, I, I, I was like going to try one. And it's kind of like Pringles. You just can't have one or Lay's or whatever that potato chip is. Well, honey, I, I've just about done in those cookies. I was going to bring them to small group tonight, but no, there ain't going to be many cookies for small group, okay? But, but uh, hopefully, Miss Amber, we can have something good. By the way, tonight at small group, you don't want to miss that. In my relationship class, we're going to be talking about handling tough times. We're going to talk about going through difficult times as a family. 
Because how many know we're, we're going to go through difficult times, okay? Pastor Randy is going to join us and share some thoughts, and I've got some things the Lord gave me, and I just don't want you to miss. Six o'clock tonight is our small group. Four o'clock is at the, the Dinger's house, and of course the youth is at six as well. But uh, small group, you don't want to miss that. Hey, back to missions. Missions, make sure we stay selfless. Because it's all about others. Missions is not man's idea or even the symbols of God idea. It was and still is God's plan for reaching our world. Amen? So guys, I want us to, 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 to dig a little deeper and, 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 and to look at maybe possibly the most famous and well-known scripture in all the Bible. John 3.16. Because it really tells you all you need to know about missions. Amen? John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Three simple things to look at concerning missions. Number one, God loved the world. God loved the world. The whole world, that was a new idea to the Jewish people. Because they believed that God loved them and nobody else. How selfless, how selfish is that? God loves us. We've got the market cornered on God's love. All you guys, y'all are Gentiles. Y'all going to hell. Okay? We can care less about y'all. It's all about us. But when Jesus said, God so loved the world, that was a brand new idea to these people. The idea that God loves the whole world is a new idea. The Jews believed God loved the religious folks, the true Jew, and hated the non-religious folks, the Gentiles. The fact that God truly loves is shocking to so many. Some wonder and question, how could God possibly love the murderer, the wife beater, the thief, the alcoholic? How could God love some people? And you know what's funny? We make fun of these Jewish folks from 2,000 years ago, but we act the same way. We watch the evening news and we see some of the horrible things that happen in this world. And there's some horrible things that happen. And we say, boy, how could God love that person? You know what, guys? There was a time you were that person. There was a time, John, I was that person. There was a time that every one of us in here were lost in our sins. Aren't you glad God loved you back then just like he loves you today? So, guys, when it comes to missions, God loves the world. He loves all of us. And here's the amazing thing about the love of God. He loves you just the way you are, but he loves you too much to leave you that way. He loves you too much to let you flounder around. He loves you just as you are, but he wants to see you draw closer to him. God loves every man, not just the religious, not just the good, not just the church folk. He loves everyone, even the unlovely and the, un, uh, and the unloving, the unbelieving, the hard-headed. I'm glad he loves hard-headed people. <laughs> the selfish, the greedy, those that insist on watching Hallmark movies on Saturday afternoon. He loves us all. Amen? I'm getting in trouble, aren't I? <laughs> okay. God loves everybody. Romans 10 and 12, 13 says this, For there's no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Why? Because God loves. God so loves. And it is his will that none should perish. You've heard me quote this many, many times. Second Peter 3 and 9, The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. That's why it's about the world, guys. That's why it's about missions, because the will of God is that none would perish. The basis of God's love is his nature. 
1 John chapter number 4 says, God is love. 1 John 4 and 8, let's read it. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. And we have known and believed love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. Guys, it's all about love. Romans 5 and 8, but God showed his love toward us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Aren't you glad that he didn't wait for you to clean up your act? Aren't you glad, John, that he didn't wait for you to get your act together? Because we'd still be working on that, wouldn't we? I'd still be working on that. I don't know who'd be preaching today, but it wouldn't be me. Okay? But God showed his love for us while we were still sinners, while we were still stuck in our sin, while we were still down and, and out. He died for us, all because he loves us. So God so loved the world. Secondly, he did something about it. You see, love has got to move you to action, okay? If I say I love that girl, I need to do something about it, like yesterday afternoon letting her watch her Hallmark movies, okay? I'll do something about it, okay? If I say I love you, I need to do something about it. Here's what God did about it. He gave his son. He gave the best that heaven had to offer. He gave his only begotten son. You see, giving is a natural response to loving. We cannot say we love and not do something about it. We cannot say we love and not give. Amen? We give of ourselves. We give of our finances. We give of our time. Here's the evidence of God's love. He gave his only begotten son. Note a couple points here. Number one, God demonstrated his love in the most perfect way possible. He gave the best that heaven had to offer. He could have sent an angel. He could have sent something else. No, no, no. He sent a part of himself. He gave of himself by sending his only son, Jesus. And he knew what giving of his son meant. The word gave has a twofold meaning. God gave his son to the world and has gave his son to die. The acts, the idea of sacrifice, of great cost. See, it cost God dearly to give his son up to this world and up to the cross. He gave his son to be separated from him allowing Jesus to leave his presence, to leave a place of worship and honor in heaven, to come to this place. Honey, can you imagine going from a place where you're the object of honor and glory to come to a place that you're an object of ridicule? He gave up his son to be separated from him, allowing Jesus to come to the earth that was fallen, wicked, rebellious, into a world full of darkness, hostility, and wrath to give his life for you and me. You see, guys... Love costs God something. And if we say we love God and we love people, it's going to cost us something as well. He gave up his son to be separated from him. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. For he had made him, talking about Jesus, to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Amen? And then Paul says in 2 Corinthians 9 and 15, Thanks be to God for this unspeakable gift. You know, guys, when I think about what God gave me, it's an unspeakable gift. It's the greatest gift that has ever been given me and you as well. So God loved and he did something about it. He gave. He gave. Ephesians 2, verses 4 and 5. But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace you saved. You see, guys, you can't say you love without giving. Amen? 
you got to give of yourself. God gave of himself. He gave his son Jesus. Did you realize Jesus was the first missionary? He was the first missionary. What does a missionary do? He goes and he tells others about the Father. He goes and proclaims the good news. He goes so that people might be right with God. That's exactly what Jesus did. He left heaven to tell us there is a better way. Amen? And guys, it's all about missions. God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And then finally, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. You see, guys, this is the purpose. This is the purpose why Jesus came. There's a purpose for God's love, and that purpose is to save men. God's purpose in giving his son was threefold. Number one, to save men from perishing. The word perishing means to be lost, to destroy utterly, to lose, to lose eternal life, to be spiritually destitute or cut off. Perishing means to be in a lost state in this world. Do you remember when you were lost? You know, sometimes we in the church, we forget where we came from. We forget what it was like to be lost. We forget what it was like to be without hope. We, you know, we, we look down on people that try to find their hope in a bottle or in a drug or in some bad relationship. But we used to do that same nonsense before we knew this Jesus. And guys, we as a church can never forget where we came from. Amen? Because when we forget where we came from, we get, well, we get a little pious. We get a little religious. We start thinking it's us and them. No, 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 guys. It's all about us. <laughs> it's all about all of us, okay? We're all sinners saved by grace, amen? You're just a little further in your journey. Missions helps us to stay selfless. Missions helps us to continue to put others before ourselves. Guys, aren't you glad that somebody told you about Jesus? Doesn't everybody deserve that opportunity? And everybody deserved that opportunity. You know, this coming Thursday when we get together for our little fall fest, you know what? We're just going to shine the light. We're going to love on some kids. We're going to tell some folks about Jesus, and we're just going to let God do the rest. But we're not only going to just do that locally. Our missionaries are all around the world today doing the very same things. They're proclaiming the gospel. They're trying to keep people from perishing. It's all about saving souls, guys. It's the purpose. The other purpose is to save men to eternal life, guys. Guys, one day we all are going to stand before Jesus. Okay? But two words you want to hear. Well done. Well done. You want to sum up what the Christian life is about? You're in well done. Not well, you're done. No, well done. Good job. Enter in. Come. Man, look, guys. It's all about hearing well done. And that's what missions is all about. John 3.16 tells us all we need to know about missions. Love compelled God to do something about it. It compelled him to send his son Jesus. And guys, love compels us as well to do something about it, to do something about missions. So why do we here at LCC Berwick support missions? Because love compels us to action just like it did God. You know, I was, uh, I was given a very special request this morning that with the Saints kicking off early and somebody wanting to go camping, <coughs> um, to, to cut my sermon a little bit short. And, and uh, I, could, I could keep you all a little longer, but I'm actually kind of nearing an end. And um, so as much as I hate to do it, I'll take Hilton's advice, okay? Just picking on you guys. Why do we love missions here at LCC? Because God loves missions. It's a core value. 
something we feel very strongly about. It's been a part of this church for decades, and it'll be a part of our church till Jesus comes back. Amen? We love missions because we love God and we love people. With every head bowed and every eye closed, bless if you'll just come and play softly for me, please. How could I preach on John 3.16 and not give people a chance to receive the promise of salvation that is found in this amazing verse? God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. 